This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs, said to be inspired by the tragic and romantic beats of Shakespeare's Romeo and Juliet. Opium by any other name promises to be a tale of betrayal, romance and tragedy. And is writer and director Tarrant Kwok's second offering in his opium thematic series of plays. He joins me now to share more. Welcome Tarrant, how are you today? Oh, doing quite well, a bit hectic, but you know, it's always good to be busy. Yes, and we of course caught up, uh, and I can't believe it was last year. It feels like only a couple of months ago, but we caught up last year, right? Uh, So much happening. So much happening uh, when we were talking about uh, your first offering, right, in this series, which of course was uh, Opium at Closing Time. How did things go? Um, We had great turnout. You know, always could do with more turnout, but uh, the fact is is that um, I had endorsement from old fogies. I had (laughs) young people come in going, oh, that's really relatable. And uh, I even had um, Manu Manium come in and go, God, that was really authentic. And if that's not an endorsement of the research and blood and sweat and toil of my actors, hey, you know what? Nothing else is. Okay. <laughs> and of course, you know, I remember you telling me like, you know, th- that one, um, Opium at Closing Time, had was deeply personal to you, right? It was sort of inspired by personal uh, experiences yes. as well, right? So how did it feel for you, you know, seeing that uh, being played out on stage uh, when it when it happened? It, very cathartic and also very, um, very comforting okay. to know that my narrative is not the only one. A lot of people came up and went, oh, yeah, I have the same thing happen. Uh, my father who came to watch goes, actually, it could have used more of the who are you uh, element. And I'm just like, father, <laughs> God, come on. So, Dads, so it's what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. Can't, can't live with them, you know, can't live without them. Yeah. So it was heartening. It's very heartening to know that I could share this with others in that sense. Which, which of course, now brings us to um, opium by any other name, right? And and the tagline for that is exploring young love through Malayan Chinese political drama. I mean, wow! And and you know, as I mentioned in the intro, promising us some drama, some love inspired by Romeo and Juliet. Tell me a little bit about what inspired this play. So the seeds of it were in opium at closing time. Uh, I was doing a lot of research about um, addiction and uh, the opium trade uh, as part of the British uh, Empire. And an incident popped up to me in one of the books that I was reading. It was like maybe a, a, a quarter of a chapter, and it dealt with um, the opium crisis in Kulim in 1893. And that is the backdrop of this whole thing. Uh, it is, again, it explores empire in a broader scale, um, but then we, but then we kind of contextualize this kind of trade and the kind of machinations of this whole incident um, and the effects it has on people and and what this kind of event can bring out the worst in and the best of in you know in people in mm-hmm. that sense and I, I was reading also, uh, you know, and this is something that, of course, triggered memories of our Sajara school, uh, textbooks, right? Gihin and Hai oh, San, no. right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, um, so, and, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. So, so there is that legacy, right? Mm. That's the legacy of the of the, the four um, Larut Wars. And it deals with that, right? It deals with the aftermath of that. Mm-hmm. Um, because if you think about it, Taiping is basically Verona. Mm-hmm. Oh, I never thought of it that way. Okay. Um, if you think about it, if you look in the Pankor uh, Treaty and the kind of subsequent moves that were made after the Pankor Treaty of 18, 
74, I want to say. Um, typing was basically made as a piece kind of thing. You build this thing together and you don't make a mess anymore. Mm. And then they kind of did until 1890, where they finally outlawed actual secret societies, the clans, basically, mm -hmm. the Kongsis, and they just became social clubs. So they were secret societies with a different coat of paint. <laughs> <laughs> um, but until that, and, and so until that point, like it, it was just kind of like a powder keg, um, it, from what I've read at least. Um, and it still continued. So my exploration of it is what happens in the, between the lines of that history. Is there something there? And so I looked at it and went, this is Verona. Let's do a tragedy. Let's explore what it means to be uh, a Chinese diaspora, trying to eke out your place and, and having to fight and finding love in that sense. But then love in these kind of families is not, it's not easy because you don't just marry anyone. You are married off in that sense. You are married off for politics. You are married off for economics. You're married off for, for a variety of reasons. So again, I, I wrote a play that is a woman issue play. <laughs> Um, no need to honestly, feel ashamed about that. I don't apologize. Don't apologize for it. It's good. Apologize for it. What's that um, face about? Okay, yeah. And I, um, and I wanted to explore that. I wanted to explore what it was as a woman uh, in that time before you know universal suffrage kind of bled its way over and kind of you know we we got liberalized in that sense. What what what, what was it like? What was it like to simply be an ornament? That you passed that was being passed around, so there is an, a huge element of that as well. Lots of lots of that, and again, you know, I I have a, a wonderful cast of actors, and they've they've stuck with me. Um, I it's been written in a in an older style, uh, not straight Shakespeare. Okay, thank goodness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it was it is definitely an older style, and, and um, audiences absolutely need to be aware of that you know um that that it's a very text driven play okay um and and the beauty of the text is in both the english as well as the chinese i use a lot of chinese poetry there's chinese embellishment we bring the play back to malaysia uh by doing so in that sense Okay, so it's happening very soon. I know you're just like a, you know, just about a week oh. away from uh, opening night. Uh, and you've got, as you mentioned, uh, you want to quickly mention who, who you've got uh, uh, on stage and, you know, maybe just a quick shout out of uh, mm. what people will experience when they come watch. I have a fantastic cast. I have Shi uh, Hong, I have Celeste Lowe, I have Charles Roberts, I have Veronica Bow, I've got Adriana Zetion. And they play an ensemble, but they also play like, um, their own characters as well. Shi Hong plays the character of Rujen. He is the son who is trying to get out of Dennis's. Sorry, he's my sixth actor. I cannot be remiss to to forget about Dennis Lim. Dennis Lim plays his father as well as the Nyonya. Uh, Veronica plays the stepmother, Bu -e. They form the kind of Montague-coded family. And then you have uh, Tinwa and Ju En. Tinwa played by Adri and Juen played by Celeste, and they form the kind of Capulet side of things. And they have at it. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil too much, but they have at it. And in the middle is poor Charles playing Officer Singh. And oh, 
he is the prince character, coded character, and he, the poor man has to deal with so much. Okay. And those two families basically collide. But because this is not strictly Romeo and Juliet, it takes its own Malaysian secret society turn, takes a bit of a Peaky Blinder kind of approach to things. That's how the writing went. It became its own beast, <laughs> almost. It came into its own, really, uh, by exploring the unique um, interactions and the unique nature of Asian family and Malaysian Malayan uh, dynamics. And it just becomes its own separate thing. Okay. It sounds like there's a lot going to be happening. Uh, and it, but you know, it's... <laughs> But it sounds it sounds absolutely amazing. There is, of course, a content warning. There is, uh, and I'm just reading out here: abuse, violence, graphic language, flashing lights, and loud sounds. But just to, just a heads up, right? That that will. Oh, be. absolutely. Um, it's it is classic tragedy. So come in expecting those beats. Come in for a great time, but not a wholesome time. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> um, that is, should be added to the content warning. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, Wendy would kill me. Um, but yeah, and but but having said that, even though it is a it is a, a, a darker play, uh, it opium at closing time wasn't exactly light either. But even though it's a darker play, if you you know have family and you've thought about the dynamics of the family, you know, what it means to be in a family mm. and also um, the your relationships that are affected by family. I think that's also something that uh, people should come watch the play for because it really does force you to think about your life. How much is dictated by your family? How much of it is you, that kind of, I, would, I don't want to say the word indoctrination, but it kind of is <laughs> by family what kind of values are burned into you by family um though that's a huge portion of the play as well on a personal level okay all right so we'll have to come and see uh uh presented oh, absolutely yeah Please. i would People. love to see you there definitely um so uh presented by amber jade arts uh, opium by any mm -hmm. other name is set to be staged at the damansara performing arts center or dpac which is in over in empire damansara uh from the 27th yep. to the 30th of july and then again from the 2nd to the 6th of august ticket prices are 58 ringgit and there are also concession prices available it's free seating to purchase your tickets though you need to head to tinyurl.com slash OBAON2023 so opium by any other name 2023 uh, and yep. if you have any uh, queries or anything just follow Amber Jade Arts on Instagram so that's instagram.com slash Amber Jade Arts Taryn, thank you so much for joining me today no, it was a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much, Julia. I was speaking to Tarrant Kwok, writer and director of Opium by Any Other Name. If you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.